All right. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, it's 2020, and it is the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. We are back for another year. Laura, anything fun, exciting? You're the mascot, right? I'm the we mascot. We closed last I guess. year. You're it's the mascot. It's a lot of pressure. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, you've come prepared. Um, this year, we are going to kick it off with some predictions. Uh, the uh, the kind of staid old idea of doing some predictions to kick off the year. So we got Kyle Malin. Our good friend, editor at MERS News, Emily Lawler, uh, Capital Reporter for MLive, and Beth LeBlanc, uh, reporter for the Detroit News. They're going to be with us. Uh, we've got a hat. We've got some topics. They're going to draw some things, and they're going to give us some predictions. And we're going to talk about the holidays, huh? Should be a lot of fun. It's a cold oatmeal podcast. Have you prepared what you're going to say for the, the intro, since you're part of the intro now? We're doing a new oh. intro? Yes, we have to do an intro. Your Are face. you prepared? Why? God, no, I'm not. <laughs> no? Aww. Season three, you got to be in it. That's probably what it was, so you already did it. It's already done. <laughs> <laughs> intro over. Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really. I was distracted staring at Joe's cold oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his, it's, on his it's desk. Always right here. It's always here. And by the way, the, the the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like one to ten. I mean, it's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, it's There's like nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What's, what, what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it, it looks like cucumber mash and maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your... See that! <laughs> Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020 and the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. This is Matt Resch of Resch Strategies. As always, I'm joined by what, they, what they're called as the posse. Is that what we're called? We are. Yeah. Is this new in 2020? <laughs> it's a new. I've heard it for a long time. Oh, this is okay. the first time you're hearing of this? Yeah. I think it's just been inside your I head. I thought we were the Resch. Oh, God. <laughs> What was that last time? Well, you guys can self-identify however you'd like. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You're very woke. Yes, would you like, <laughs> should I go around, please? Introduce yourselves. Nikki O'Mara. Stephanie Vancouvering. Nick DeLue. Joe Beshi. Laura Beal. Yeah, so we are kicking off 2020 with our first episode of the year. Um, Rest Strategies, we are a public affairs and a public relations firm based in downtown Lansing, Michigan. We are at reststrategies.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Rest Strategies. All of our podcasts are there at our website. They're also on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and a number of other platforms, so check it out. Um, this little podcast does have a Twitter handle, too. Um, don't know what who runs it or what, what gets posted, but if you're interested, at Cold Oatmeal Pod has some, some stuff there, too. I want to kick it off. We should say thanks to Joe's dad. Joe's dad kind of... Helped us wrap up 2019. Yeah, it was fun. Told some stories about Joe. Told stories about Rhodes, the road expert. There I we got, go. I got you nothing, got nothing to add. Nothing to <laughs> jo- add to Joe's, Joe's dad. I'll, get, I'll let you know how retirement's going on the next episode because it'll right. be officially started by then. That's right. He is officially in retirement now. So so today we, we had to move out of the podcast studio um, because we have so many guests for this episode Along with all of us, we did not have room in the podcast studio. So before I do introduce our guests, I did want to warn everyone 
the down the downside of being in our conference room for the well it is hot as joe says off mic it is it is warm the other thing is that on the other side of the podcast wall is the men's bathroom in the nap center and so sometimes <laughs> sometimes the sound and the walls aren't thick we'll, we'll say that they're um, thicker than that though they are thicker than as, as far as we know yes, yes they are thicker than that but the the hand towel just <laughs> what you know the, what I meant? The paper towel dispensers. All, yeah, all we hear is the paper towel dispensers. Yes, the so paper towel dispensers. <laughs> the paper towel dispensers are right on the other side of the wall, and they are they're loud. So anytime anyone comes to get get some paper towels, you hear the. <laughs> so if you hear that in the background, someone is using uh, good personal hygiene on the other side of the other side of the wall. Beats the alternative. That's right. Yeah. So Can let's we test it out. You want to go run a cut? I'm run curious quick? as to how many yeah. men are washing their hands. There like, are I always a lot of men the on this. What? I, I, I guarantee <laughs> I you will hear it before the, the end of the podcast. Yeah. You will hear it and you'll know. Yeah. Oh. Naps, this is a happening building. We, we've got a lot of people in here. A lot of guys. Oh. Although you're right. I mean, I guess if you want to play out the, just, the stereotype, so we're, we share the floor with a construction office, so you think maybe they aren't all that hygienic. A friend but. of mine was once in charge of replacing the soap in the men's and women's bathroom, and apparently there was like a high discrepancy between the soap used in the women's and the men's. So That's disappointing. Ew. Couldn't that just be like numbers of women and men, though? I mean, was, was yeah, it a 50-50 I mean, split like, in that we office? We go to the bathroom way more often, in my right. observation. Is yeah. that mm-hmm. right? I, I I don't know. I don't have oh. like stats on this. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ax the original topic we brought you out here to talk about. <laughs> this will be what we talk about to kick off the air. I want to go to this bathroom and test it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, it will take you thirty seconds to run over there. Okay. We'll, we'll listen. Actually, no. So we'll I should. I, I should <laughs> 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 introduce the voices that you're hearing. The guests or guests at the table. I'm gonna kick it off with the voice you haven't heard yet. Beth LeBlanc, uh, reporter with the Detroit News. Uh, Emily Lawler, you want to say hello? Hello. Hello, Beth. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Emily Lawler with M Live and Kyle Malin, news editor for MERS News Service. Thanks so much for all being here. Thanks. Sorry so, to jump the gun there. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> the rules, we didn't send you the rules out beforehand, so you didn't have a chance to check it out. Um, we are going to play a little bit of a game here. We, it is the, the first week of... January here we're in the, the middle of the first week things have yet to probably get kicked off here downtown but we're going to play a little predictions game um, we have put together in a, in a little oh you hear it oh, oh yeah. that is oh, it wow. yes. I told you you hear it it's better than hearing other things out of the men's yeah. bathroom yes That's thankfully right. they ordered the, they arranged the bathroom in that order that the hand towels are on this side the stalls are on the other side ah, okay so we'll see anyway we put together in a little bowl it's a good thing that we're sitting here because I, I can't see any of you because all I can hear is giggling over my shoulder. <laughs> That's Laura. Don't yeah, mind her. it is mostly Laura. I bet you the sound doesn't get picked up though on this, does it? What do you think, Joe? I think maybe. I think probably not, but I think that I heard it in here, but I bet when I edit it, it will it will not be. Oh, should, amplify it. Yeah, and put I can, it do, another I can probably side. do that. Sh- should I scoop my chair and my mic my mic stand back right yeah, against the wall? Yeah, all right. You should we'll, you should we'll, find we'll some sound effect of like a lawnmower starting. Here we go. <laughs> Insert that. So what we did is we put into a bowl, I don't know, a couple dozen categories of topics of, of hot predictions for 2020. And I'm not going to pull them out of the bowl. I'm going to leave the bowl to the three of you. You can pass the bowl amongst yourselves, pull one out, and offer for us your, your prediction. Some of them are political. Some of them aren't. Um, hopefully they're all fun. 
but we'll get started and then we'll, we'll jump into this will be how we kick off the year i can't think of a better way so who wants to go first i will oh sweet Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the hardest one. For you. Wait, oh, wait. Do we all have the to Everybody has to give a yeah. response. Yes, everyone Sorry, has yeah. to I'm just going to follow directions. <laughs> oh, 2020 Michigan Story of the Year. I'll start off with a big one. Story of the Year for 2020. A lot going on. I mean, I... Well, you should answer first. You pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emily. <laughs> I think it's going to be a series of stories on the roads. You want to elaborate at all? No, because no. I really don't know how that will all turn out, but I think there's going to be a lot to say on it. Okay. I think it's something that's not even close to on our radar right now, like totally out of left field, like, uh, you know, some a scandal or some something that bubbles up when we're least expecting it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to guess Trump loses Michigan will be the story of the year. Okay. So coming in the tail end. Yeah. That's what you, that's what that's what happens a lot of times. Isn't it, it is, isn't it? Yeah, whatever, especially with whatever. it being an election year and stuff. But maybe that's just the way my mind is wired. So I'm just thinking I mean, politically. I guess like the election overall could be the story of the year. I mean, if you consider a series of, you know, 1500 stories to be the story. I it, it mm-hmm. could very well be a combination. Of Emily's and Kyle's. <laughs> There's a scandal that we don't see coming, and it costs somebody the White House. <laughs> okay, we'll pass the bowl. Unless anyone has, does anyone else have a 2020 story of the year? You want to, Laura? You got anything? Definitely not. <laughs> I think I have this exact bowl. Like I've eaten cereal out of it in this exact setting. I got that bowl at Costco. Really? I do. I love Costco. Everything yeah. there is great. Okay, true or false, Republicans will maintain their majority in the Michigan House of Representatives following the 2020 elections. Um, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with true on this one. Um, it's potentially the last uh, year with districts that are partisanly come up with. I think it's a it's a pretty big bridge to try to cross uh, for for Democrats still at this point um although I I guess caveat like the top of the ticket could really change anything <laughs> so um yeah I guess I guess I'm predicting yes at this point okay I gotta reread the question I gotta make sure I get it <laughs> Republicans will maintain their majority in the Michigan House false I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Because of the reason Emily said is because that this is the last year of the maps. So I feel like the maps will have run their course. And that's Uh, usually when the Democrats have their best chance uh, is at is on old maps Um, that and I don't think Trump's going to win. And I think Oakland County is going to be a bloodbath. And uh, I that's true. Like this is the farthest away that the data that the districts will ever be from the data that Republicans worked with in 2010. That's right. What's, the, mar- what's the margin now? The six, right? Six? <clears throat> no, it's um, 58-52. Yeah. So okay. the Democrats got to pick up four. Okay. Theoretically, they got to win the Neely seat, which they'll do, and so then it'll be 58-52 again. So they'll need okay. to get four, which I think they'll end up picking up with um, probably the um, uh, Kalamazoo seat the rural Kalamazoo seat that Iden has right now um, and then they pick up a couple in Oakland County and um, a couple other here and there okay. um, 
So, yeah, I, I think they probably will. Um, and the reason I say this is I, I'm really struck by – I'm fascinated by Mark Grebner's crystal ball. Like, for some reason, I don't know how so explain he – explain who Mark Grebner is. Okay, so Mark do. Grebner runs Practical Political Consultant. He's, like, the biggest, um, like, super political nerd of all time. He, like, surrounds himself in data. And um, The just other com- thing, just as a bit of – I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, right. But a bit of cold oatmeal trivia, Mark Grebner is also – the place, the, the house where Gene Doss's porn collection originated mm-hmm. <laughs> for previous right. listeners of the oh, podcast. Have you heard about this? Did you That's listen nice to the episode back. with Gene Doss? I, I did. Talked about I, I did porn hear about collection the porn collection that came from Mark Grebner's office. It wasn't Mark's. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Mark's. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying Mark. No, Grebner. I did listen to the Gene Doss podcast, though. I did like that interview. Yeah. Yeah, she's very nice. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but Mark Grebner says that the turnout for the election is 5 million people is what he's predicting. And if it's actually 5 million people, then that means the Democrats are just going to kick some major butt. So that's, that's why. And then I, I just remember 2006 too, where, and I know Matt doesn't want to remember 2006. <laughs> Hurts me more. I do remember. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, nobody was thinking that the Republicans were going to lose. And then all of a sudden they started bleeding seats like crazy and people we'd never even heard of at MERS, um, you know, started winning. Like I'd already written the pro or the profile piece on Mark Abbo, who is going to be the next state representative out of Northville. I already interviewed him, introduced myself. Congratulations. And on election day, he was not a state representative. It was somebody named Mark Cor. Corvo, Corvo. How do you pronounce his name? You know, and Mark Corvo. So anyway, and and so that was that was something we didn't even anticipate. And this, I always feel like we are anticipating it that it it could happen. And um, I, I just think it's it's and despite the Republicans' best effort too. I mean, their fundraising is amazing. Um, Chatfield's got what six leadership packs that he's maxed out on. I mean, it's just unbelievable what he's doing. Um, you know, and they're they're all united. They already got their next leader lined up. I mean, it's not like they're doing anything wrong. They're doing everything right. But it's like the the national stuff is just so heavy. Um, it's such a driving factor that really what you can do at the local level turns out to be kind of just fighting on the margins. And there's not a lot you can do about a national wave. So well, that was so, that was exactly what happened in '06. It was that feeling of helplessness. Like, wait a minute, everything's going. We're doing everything right. But the numbers don't aren't reflecting. We're not seeing why. Why are people thinking this when they should should be thinking something different? So, right. Yeah. Beth, what do you think on the house? Do I'm, you want the? You want to re- reread I'm the question? Say <laughs> I'm undecided. Um, I don't know if that's true or false at this point because I think there are a lot of factors that have already been mentioned. Um, some that are just outside of people's control. The the fact that the districts are getting old at this point and. Um, the national ticket could definitely influence it. I think the fundraising numbers are impressive, and if that counts for anything, I think it would count for a lot in 2020. Um, but I do agree. I think Oakland County is going to be very interesting in 2020, um, all year round and at every level. I think it's going to be very interesting. I think okay. there are some stark differences with 2006, though. It was an off year. It wasn't a presidential year. Um, also, last year we already experienced a, a pink wave, 
in the state that knocked off a lot of these folks that maybe you would have seen go in a wave year. Um, the thing that gives me pause and, and makes me not want to say true, the Republicans are going to hold on to it. There was news in Politico. I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I think last week, um, two weeks ago at this point, um, that dem- a couple of Democrat interest groups plan to spend $7 million on state house races in four states, including Michigan. Um, and they're talking about sending 100 staffers into the state to run state house and uh, state house races. So that kind of investment is going to be tough, um, and that's going to overcome you know a lot of the local fundraising that Republicans have been so good at. So it's going to be inter- an, an interesting year. But was that independent PACs or is that Democratic uh, congressional? To, to Democrat, not congressional, um, independent Democratic. I mean, they're Democratic groups. Yeah, but, right. But not tied into. So some big multi super billionaire has just exactly. started something. So yep. said, "This is what I'm going to do." And yep. yeah. Okay, Kyle, you want to go to the bowl? Mix up. We've I'm trying people. to get some Nat sound here. Yeah, What's I was going to say. Academy Award for Best Picture in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had a camera on, on Emily's face. <laughs> I haven't seen a movie since 2015, so I. I <laughs> how, how is that possible? I, I just don't go. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> Hmm. What's coming out? Oh, in so I know. I'm oh, so well, that is it. What wins from this year, like in like February, or whenever? Or are you yeah, talking about question. the next year's? No, no, no. No, it's what's already been out. Yeah, okay. it's got. I'm, oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, yeah, make up a movie yeah, no yeah. one's <laughs> ever heard of. Something that's already played. So something that will be announced in February. Well, it isn't going to be that Star Wars movie, is it? I just yeah. heard that got panned. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, L- that's L- that's L- unfortunate. Um, can Beth go first? Sure. Are you, are One you word. Cats. No. <laughs> I, I predict that will take a lot home. Obviously, I'm being I sarcastic. That was a I you're you're it, just speaking to a room full yeah, of people. Is that a musical? They, they made like a movie. I have nightmares Kyle. from watching the preview. I don't. Yeah, that's I don't gonna, know. If it will is that out yet? It's coming out. It's yeah, so creepy. If that doesn't bomb, I will be absolutely shocked. You know, and I when I first saw the preview, I thought that was one of those like made-for-TV live things they were doing, and I was shocked when I saw it was actually like a mm. movie in the theater. Yeah, It's got Idris Elba. I mean, there's some... It's a stacked cast. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he looks like he's doing hostage videos now on the, the red carpet <laughs> premieres and the interviews where he's got a... Like, I, you can't see me on the podcast, but I'm making like claws with my... They're making him do this in all of his little photo shoots. Yeah. Like, you know, this big, large, imposing... Like, he should be the next James Bond, you know, and... And he's doing this little cat thing. It it, it feels so forced and sad. Hmm. Sounds like a recipe for success. Yeah. Um, have you guys watched any good movies? I'm trying to rack my brain to think about what I saw. Maybe something that will spur my. Oh well, you know, if we went with, um, I'm thinking of what's out. Like that bombshell movie looks like it was built for. Oh yeah, you're right. That could probably pick something up. That'll pick something up. Um, I think the only movie I saw this year that is probably like maybe worthy is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That'll probably get some buzz, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, so that could be a guess that I don't think it's a terrible one. It'll probably be some artsy film that what no about one your, saw. What about your British movie? Um, oh, nice. Stephanie, Steph, the Downton what? Abbey? Downton. Downton, no. That's no, not that won't. What about Knives Out? Knives Out would be worth it. That was a good movie. Was it? Yeah. I wanted to go, but then I caved, and we saw a chick flick again. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that could win. Well, yeah, well, what I don't know. Aren't they? They're all kind of the same, aren't they? You definitely go see Knives Out. 
Really? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not a rom-com, though, is it? No, it's a All right, whodunit. I'm going to have to use a chit on that, then. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, let's move. Maybe we have a category that we... Beth, you want to do another one? Oh, sure. Or pass it back. Emily, do you have a prediction? Yeah, Emily didn't say anything. No, I just... I want to say that I, I don't watch movies um, <laughs> or TV. And funny story, like... Someone broke into my house and stole my TV. That's like, hilarious. This summer, and I still haven't replaced it. it. Like that's just like how much this is on my mind. Okay, like I I don't have a TV right now. <laughs> and that's not true. My husband has one in his man cave, but I personally do not have access to a TV. But you do have a security system now. We do. There you go. <laughs> we lost the TV, but we gained a security yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. No, it's there are trade offs. <laughs> was everybody okay? I'm sorry. I don't mean to yeah, bring this no, down, no, no. That was but like that was the like the only thing. <laughs> they took like just i'm down one tv and it turns out that i've learned tv really doesn't matter to me so um yeah i think we're good okay. i replacing the door sucked but yeah isn't that like one of the hardest things you can steal from someone's house right. yeah. like two people just like walking down the street holding i'm assuming a big flat panel tv was, like yeah. what those things are pretty light now though <laughs> they are they're surprisingly yeah but light. it's pretty obvious when you're walking down yeah. the street holding one they, they may have backed it? a van into the driveway Laura. oh yeah. no you just ah. you, you just back the van and drive away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time Kyle's done this before. I do live near Emily, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what'd you pull out of there? All right, next one. This is not in my wheelhouse, but better 2020, the Lions, the Tigers, the Red Wings, or the Pistons? Okay, literally, my question. they're all be- horrible. <laughs> My question before this started was like, is this pop culture or politics? And I, I know nothing about sports. I don't know. <laughs> Kyle? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I'll take this one. Um, I think it will be the Pistons. Um, just because unless unless the Tigers decide they're going to start Manning and uh, Casey Mize and bring them up. In fact, they could bring up the whole starting rotation from Erie, and that would be fantastic, and see how that rolls. They can't do it till mid-year. Why? Because they lose a year of uh, eligibility. So what? Yeah. So These they're not going to do it. Awesome. I'm just telling you, Kyle, they're oh not going to do it. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so tired of hearing that stuff, though. These guys are great, both of them. They're both going to be frontline starters into the future. And why are we blowing a year out of their best years of their career in Toledo? Just play them in Detroit. I'm with they're you. great. I love these guys. And plus, I got Casey Mize in my fantasy league. <laughs> And I could use the points. But I say the Pistons because the Lions have, are going to bring back the same failed leadership that got them to three and whatever this year. And um, uh, the Red Wings, I, I saw a Red Wings game last week, and, and they won, but all the game, all their goals were complete slop. And and they're, they're just so bad. My God. <laughs> they're so bad. I mean, they don't have anyone who can shoot the puck with any velocity. Um, so anyway, so I'll, I'll say the Pistons because at least they've got – somebody who can play ball and Blake Griffin and um, their point guard's pretty good too. So anything to add, Stephanie? <laughs> um, <good>? Yes. That <laughs> was, I, I 100% agree uh, with all of that, except I thought that the puck throws were fair. Next. You want to take another one? Another shot there, Emily? Okay, at this point, I'm just begging for something political because I don't. We'll see. Oh my gosh, Super Bowl winner. I say the Spartans. Whatever you do, just don't say the Spartans. So I'm supposed to name a professional football team, but it could be anyone, or is there like yeah. already a predetermined like people playing? Yeah. There's already predetermined people Not playing. Not yet. Well, no. But yes, by airtime, there will be. 
Oh. Predetermined people playing. So this is a double hard prediction. Well, th- there are already 10 teams that are in. Okay. At so this like point. which one has the mascot that most resembles a cat? <laughs> so, so the lions are out, the panthers are out, jaguars are out, the jaguars too. are out, Bengals are out, the Bengals are out. That's a good cat. Okay, Bengals are there are any, are any like water creatures still in? The dolphins, <laughs> the dolphins, the dolphins are, are, are horrible. <laughs> no, what about birds. You've got you've got chiefs, you've got Texans, you've got Titans, you've got They're all people. All yeah. people. You've got you've got Packers, you've got Patriots. Wow. You've got uh, Steelers, Seahawks, Ravens, Vikings, maybe Vikings. I'll go with a bird. I'll go Seahawk. That sounds intimidating. All right. Sweet. Good choice. <laughs> nice. Good choice. I mean, third choice after cats and water right. creatures. <laughs> well, be. it's a Seahawk, so it's <laughs> kind oh, of yeah, a water true. creature. Half water. Yeah. Okay, mm, Kyle. I'm going to go Ravens. I, I like their defense, and they're the only ones who seem to be able to beat the Patriots in convincing fashion, so okay. I'll go there. The Saints are still in, right? Yes, they are. I'm going to go with the Saints. Nice. I'm interested in Nick Deleuze's thought on this. Oh, we don't have time for this. Well, it's, yeah. not, it's not the Broncos. <laughs> Can you make it abbreviated? <laughs> yeah. It, it's going to be the Ravens and the Niners in the Super Bowl, and then it's a pick em. If I had to go right now, I'd say the 49ers. Okay. okay. I'm going with Green Bay. Nice. <laughs> I, I thought Ravens. So the Super Bowl is one of my favorite days of the year because – we always have a party. You do have a party. I never know who's playing. <laughs> it's just always about the food and the camaraderie at my house. Mm. I mean, Jimmy always knows who's playing. Okay. I just, I never watch any so of the So you're saying we're all winners. We are all winners. Okay. Who's next? Kyle? All right. There's one question okay. there. I really hope someone pulls out. <laughs> Oh, this, it's not this one. No. The signature bipartisan. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the signature bipartisan legislative bad. achievement of 2020 signed into law by Governor Whitmer will be uh, uh, Flint water crisis uh, reaction legislation, response legislation. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. No, no, they got this huge package that they developed that um, changes the emergency manager law and does um, extra testing on water s- supply. Um, yeah, it's, it's this huge package that hasn't done anything yet, but uh, I don't see why it wouldn't next year. Okay. But I said that last year, too. All right, I'll go with PFAS response legislation, or do you think it's all wrapped into the same? No, well, I don't know. It could be. Yeah, and that's true. It could. Yeah. Hmm. It's, well, pred- it's a prediction game. It's an, it's a yeah. I mean, I just think you know. Obviously, off the Flint water crisis, they've had several years now to legislate that. PFAS is a little fresher, so I'm going with that one. Okay. I'm, so this is kind of cheating because I think this is going to be signed in 2019. But gaming, I think the implementation of that in 2020 is going to be interesting. Okay. Let's go back to the bowl. Back, it's already it's back to, you. to me. You know, you could always pick the. The, the good one out and hand it to I don't know that there is actually a good one. Oh. I just did, There's just one I like. <laughs> there is some insider knowledge in this one that I don't understand, but will Laura eat Indian food? Oh, <laughs> that is a good one. That's not the one I was thinking of. It's okay if you don't understand. Just So we, you know. our episode, our Thanksgiving Day episode, so Laura is a, has the palate of a three-year-old. Three? Maybe two? Like ten. Oh, okay. Huh. Doesn't your daughter eat more stuff than you? Okay, fair. I'm sorry. So three. And how old is she? 
17 months. <laughs> so Laura is a bit of a picky eater. And on our Thanksgiving podcast, we had her hypnotized to see if she could kind of beat this, this picky eater thing. And Because I want to. Mm-hmm. It was not a forced thing. Right. So the verdict's still out. Didn't work on Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. But we think that had more to do with the chefs than the food. So yep. we're hopeful. So t- what do you guys think? Will, in- will Laura have Indian food in twenty? I don't think Laura wants it. I think she's full of crap. I don't think she's... She's definitely not trying to need food. And I think this is just all like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think she wants to want it, but she doesn't actually want it. Wait, didn't you have Indian food for lunch one day and I tried the sauce? Was that not Indian no, food? No, I think we... She Remember? Talked about it. No, I tried a sauce when you had something that looked foreign to me one day. <laughs> that was probably just Panda Express. <laughs> Maybe. That was soy sauce, Laura. Maybe. It but was I not. Think, I think if you do it slowly enough, you could work your way up to maybe. Nikki's going to like, start like hiding things in my food. <laughs> Are you taking any foreign trips in 2020? Are you going to be going overseas at all? You're going to, aren't you I'm going, going to Mexico uh, for... The Bahamas. The Bahamas. Oh, Bahamas. Well, that's okay. That's the yeah, first couple. The well. Hmm. Right. So I'm trying to think if there's any, like, opportunities for you to get, like, lost in the desert where you'd be, like, starved for, like, several days and then you know, pop out in some Indian village. She I'm, wouldn't make it very long. She would, no. like, they would bring her, like, some fancy dish. Like some, and, no, something different, please. <laughs> <I'm gonna catch> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't anticipate that sort of thing happening. Okay, then, then I'm going to answer no to the question then. Okay. And will you want to draw another one? All right. Economic recession in 2020, yes or no? I'm going to go no. I'm an optimist. I'm going to say the Democrats say that it is a recession, and the answer will be yes, but Trump will say that the economy is booming like never before, and the answer will be no. Wait a minute. So the Democrats are going to say there is one? Yeah. Even though there isn't one? Or they're well, just because say you, can, you can twist any numbers you want to say that there's a recession, that the economy's going south. Isn't there like a number that is the oh, number Oh, things we are all trending downward. Things are going... <laughs> all, things just got to go slightly down a little bit. I mean, because you can base it on economic in- output. You can base it on, you know, imports, exports, unemployment rate. I mean, you can use all sorts of different factors to say that the economy's starting to go to hell. Okay. Trump beats impeachment. Stock market rallies. No recession. Is that is that your dream or no. or your prediction? <laughs> That's, really That's my oh. prediction. Oh. My prediction. That's <laughs> certainly not my dream. <laughs> what I don't about? I don't think there's gonna be a recession in twenty twenty. Okay. Kyle, you're up. All right. Bowl's back to you. <laughs> you're, just, you're not even trying to pick something. You're just like making <laughs> Oh yeah, of course I am. <laughs> Celebrity scandal of 2020. Yes. You know what? Safe bet. Kanye West will do something. Okay. Scandalous? Yeah. Kanye West is always in the middle of scandal. Don't you think? That's her prediction. Yeah. yeah, She's entitled to her prediction. I I was going to pick that somebody was paid off a university to have their kids pass, but... That already happened. That's happened. already happened, so can't pick that. That's funny because I think there's a question about that in the bowl. Drug overdose? <laughs> that happens every year. This oh. is really optimistic. <laughs> 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 We're 
really, I have great hopes for 2020 after this. Okay, well, we can move on to another question. Well, Justin, uh, hold on. I've got a prediction. Okay. Justin Bieber and Jessica Biel get divorced because it's it's they're not Bieber married. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a scandal. <laughs> yes. But if, you know, they both get divorced and then marry each other. That would be a That's scandal. That's what happens. So Justin Bieber? No. Justin Bieber. Whichever one is, married? whichever one's married Justin to the girl Timberlake. from One Tree Hill. Those girls. She's, those she's not from One Tree Hill. <laughs> she was Seventh Heaven. Yes. Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the male pop star marries the female, or is married to a TV female TV female TV star. <laughs> They're married currently, but aren't they? Isn't there a thing right now? Yes, there is. Like the, somebody he, was holding yes, he hands was with somebody. Holding hands. Hand. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I my wife reads People. All right. <laughs> so do you? Apparently, kind of. Badly. Your bathroom Very badly. Reading material. <laughs> Could okay. Angelina Jolie get back with, uh, what's his name? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt? Yeah. Would that be a scandal or not? Uh, That'd be if a, be Jennifer Aniston did, that wouldn't be a scandal. That but would, it be would be the day we awesome. were all praying for. It would be really <laughs> a shocker. I'd rather, see her. I'd rather see her get back with Billy Bob. I think that'd be cooler. That was the thing, right? For oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah right. Crazy. Crazy. I thought that was Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, my God. I know squat about celebrity news. I knew that one. Nick, do we need to make you some flashcards? Nick flash doesn't know either. <laughs> he thinks he does. What? Am I crazy? Julia Roberts and Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, you're crazy. That, I don't think that happened. You're thinking I think of Lyle Lovett. I think Nick yeah. is... Yeah, that's what you're thinking about. Okay. Nick is like... He's like down there at the end of the table all by himself. And he's got this like <laughs> level of punditry confidence that is just... Like, yeah. He's just talking about everything. <laughs> he doesn't know Sorry. anything he's talking about. But he is just <laughs> <laughs> okay, where's the ball? All right, Back I got one. Okay. Will there be a bipartisan road deal in 2020? You I wanted just, a politics question, Emily. <laughs> I know, and I just said I was an optimist, um, but I'm going with no. Well, okay, wait, a road, well, hmm. <laughs> a road deal that solves a two to, as, as it's framed, a two to $2.5 billion a year problem, no. Incremental roads deal, yes. Or in, incremental roads investment, I could see happening way more readily than I see the, the whole shebang, if you will. Okay. Hmm. See, my thing is that I think that they're going to end up punting to the ballot box. Yeah. Like, I just totally see this happening. Like, a complete punt to the ballot box, and then the voters are just kind of stuck. And then they, they're going to have to make it a tax you A or tax you B kind of situation, because otherwise the answer will be no. And so, yeah, I guess. I think it's going to go to the ballot box, too. Yeah. yeah. I think they might do something incremental in the meantime, but... I think eventually that's a tough decision that they're going to leave to voters. Well, and especially in an election year, I just think that, you know, the, the chances of uh, everyone wanting to get on board and kumbaya, um, you know, start going down immediately starting okay. January. <laughs> okay. Are you up, Emily? Okay. You're next. Hopefully, Should either I? way, they'll use asphalt. I'm just going <laughs> to rustle like Kyle does. All right. That helps. All right. Who will win Michigan in November? Ooh, pre-primary question. Um, I guess I'd say not Trump at this point, but that's a, r- oh. a risky, a risky Paper say. Paper towels. <clears throat> oh, yeah, paper towels. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard without knowing who. Call your shot. 
who yeah. anyone's running against, but um, I would say not Trump at this point, only because, as Kyle mentioned, it's sort of a turnout game um, in Michigan, and if the Democrats can come up with a candidate who uh, turns out, you know, even moderately more voters than than 16, I think that uh, Democrats have a, a real shot at getting Michigan. So, can I ask the three of you a question off <clears throat> off topic? Are there any of the four, uh, the four majors left? Assuming no one else gets in. And the four majors are Biden, Warren, Sanders, and Buttigieg. Do any of the four of them generate more buzz than Hillary Clinton? I think they could. I mean, so the difference between Hillary Clinton and, you know, maybe two of those four people is that two of those four people still have some introductions to do and a story to tell and a narrative to, to share with people. I think that Hillary Clinton, part of the reason that she wasn't as exciting to people is because people felt like they already knew her and had already made a decision. Um, so I, I think that, you know, particularly Pete Buttigieg, I would say that, um, you know, not many people are aware of his background. Um, uh, and then maybe Elizabeth Warren as well. Uh, I know she's more well-known, obviously, but I would say that Sanders already told his story um, last cycle and that Biden's been telling his story um, for a very long time. So I think that there is room for for the two unknowns to build a lot of excitement um, about themselves and their candidacy uh, in a fresh way. I think as long as there's people who's trying to prevent the Democrat from coming into office, they'll find whatever. You know, you stole a candy bar from the corner store when you were 15 or whatever. I mean, they'll, they'll find something and just blow it up to make it seem like a capital scandal. So I don't think it matters who the nominee is. They'll get slammed just as Hillary Clinton did. Um, but I would, I would add another name to that. I, I think as long as Michael Bloomberg is willing to spend a gazillion dollars, uh, literally limitless resources into states. I mean, he's not going to win Iowa. He's not going to win New Hampshire or South Carolina. But, you know, after we start getting into Super Tuesday and his ads are all over the place, and then he starts picking up some mo. I, I would keep an eye on him. I don't think he's going to win the nomination. I still think it'll be Uncle Joe and he'll win Michigan in November. But um, I would just I would just keep uh, I would keep Bloomberg around as a top tier guy. Okay. I feel like in Michigan, it seems like voters are a little more familiar with Sanders. I feel like he's been here more often, um, even in 2018. Um, but I think Biden will probably get the nomination. And I don't know. We'll see how he does. Okay. All right, am I up now? You're up. All right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow, there's not as many. Uh... Are we getting yeah, to the bottom? Have we picked yeah. yours yet? No. Okay. It's going to be the one we don't. Absolutely essential new podcast launched in 2020. Yes, yes it will happen. <laughs> there will be many of them. What will, what will it be about? What is the what is oh, the essential yes. new podcast? The, that the will be random launched? thoughts of some eccentric person, I'm sure, and his friends or her friends, and they'll talk about whatever just comes out of their head, and it'll be awesome. And then they'll record four episodes, and then they'll lose interest and run out of things to talk about, and it'll go off the air. Okay. We're all for that. We're all for that. I'd like Mary Berry to start one. And I oh, think yes. that oh, would be indispensable. She needs to get my question. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Final round. We'll, right. we'll do, no light, we won't do lightning round, but we'll do last round, unless we don't get the question I want. <laughs> oh, man, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Will the British royal family lose one or more of its members in 2020? And if so, who and why? This is tough. I love them all, so I don't want any of them to go. 
But I will say that you met Stephanie. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's a Stephanie Vancouver question. We should bring the two of you together. Uh, but I will say that the Queen Mum is getting up there in years. But I believe, uh, was is it? What's her husband's name? Philip. Philip. He he recently like retired from public life and everything. So I think he. Godspeed, Philip. I don't know. This might be <laughs> might be near the end. <laughs> Do you need to see the question? <laughs> you just named two more members of the British royal family than I could name personally. Um, so, um, you know, I hope that we don't lose any purely for you now because I know this is important. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's really all I can add there. Kyle, who's, you got one? No, no. Just as uh, you all didn't have anything to say about the tigers and the lions, I have nothing to say about the subject. <laughs> Fair enough. Is there a way for them to lose Prince Andrew without him? Like, is there a, a, a way that this happens? Can you lose a member of the royal family without yes. that member dying? Has anyone like, already oh. sat down? He's already yeah, he sat down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So yep. I'm, I'm late to the party. So did that you're out of the loss. family? Well, he like retired from public life, right? After yeah. all the yeah, Epstein. No more royal duties. Is he still a prince? They still call him yes. Prince, but I think it's just because he was born to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, but that's a pretty good deal. Like, if someone can call you Prince for the rest of your life, but you don't have to do any Prince stuff, like... What does a Prince really have to do, though? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Beth? <laughs> but he's lost, he's lost his household. He's lost his budget. He's lost all of his patronages. Oh. So there's really nothing he can do, and all of his income sources are basically gone. So he's so. like Larry Inman. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I believe well, Larry actually has a job. Still. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more. Emily, you're up. All right. No, I'm like, I wish I could draw the good one now that I know there's one. In. Okay. Among Justin Amash, Haley Stevens, and Alyssa Slatkin, how many will be looking for new jobs before the end of 2020? So those are three members of the Michigan congressional delegation. Right. Two obviously. Democrats, one independent. Justin is the independent. Justin Amash is uh, the independent here. Haley St- Stevens and Alyssa Slatkin are both in um, some very iffy districts. But I think, you know, Oakland County is a county to watch, definitely. And if the trend continues, I think those two, uh, you know, have a decent chance of remaining in office and that, you know, perhaps the least likely is Justin Amash. So I'd say one will definitely be looking for a new job, um, which I don't know. Uh, I wish I never said I was an optimist because I'm questioning everything. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, you know, it really, obviously, it's been historically very hard to, to mount any sort of independent campaign. He has some some definitely, like, you know, tops name ID, um, especially if the, the president keeps a uh, taking him on or, or engaging in this. So, uh, but yeah, I just think that the independent run at the end of the day might be too hard to mount. Okay. I'm still thinking Amash is going to run for president. Maybe I'm oh, just, you think? Yeah, I'm just, maybe I'm just being hopeful because I just think that'd be really cool to see somebody from Michigan run for president as a libertarian. So that's what I'm holding out for. But in either case, he'd be seeking a new job. Oh God, yeah, mostly. yeah. Okay, so are yeah. you one or are you two, three? No, just one. Okay. Just just a mosh. Yeah, that that Haley Stevens district I think is lost to Republicans until redistricting, and Alyssa Slotkin is, you know, I just I'm just impressed. She's just really good. I mean, her town hall that she had after she said what she was going to do with impeachment, I mean, she was fantastic. I was just really impressed by what she did. Okay. Uh, I would 
Amash, I think, will be looking for a new job. But Slotkin, I think, is iffy. I mean, it's true that she did – she owned up to her decision in front of 400 people on Monday and in other ones in September too. But um, I – so I don't know. I, I don't know what will happen to her in 2020, but I think Amash will be looking. Can, yeah. I, can I ask my question that we were discussing after we were talking about her town hall? I don't remember. You don't what remember? That is, okay. But go ahead. So this is a baffling thing to me. How do all these people go to these town halls in the middle of the freaking workday? <laughs> oh, they were all retirees. Oh, okay. yeah, they were. All right. they were pretty. And, and there were some Oakland County or Oakland U students there too, who maybe didn't have class. Okay, that well, that makes me feel a little better. But I was like, does nobody work anymore? Prince Andrew was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I talked to this one guy who was in line, Laura, and he said, "Boy, I'm just glad that I'm retired now. I can actually do these kind of things." He was all excited to get in there, and but everyone was older than. 60 it seemed like which also makes you wonder too like how representative is that group of the people who are going to elect her or not elect her so maybe that's not the best indicator that one town hall but i think it's an indicator of what she's willing to do to to meet with people too okay kyle last last question all right last gas here we go there's only four things left um can i peek um, what? <laughs> Did you know cheating was part of the program? There aren't actually well, any I'm rules. Trying. There's no right answer or wrong. Will Joe find love? <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know is Joe submitted that question. <laughs> I thought we were talking me. about. I think the I actually think <laughs> maybe four of you could have submitted that. It was not me, though. It was not me. It was not me. It was well, Can you run us through your current situation so that we have a better informed guess? There's no situation to... Joe's very well-dressed. He got some new glasses today. He is... Are you on a dating website, Joe? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, what? It's 2020. Well, no, I mean, because if he was actively looking, then that maybe there was a uh, shot. Yeah, you know, well, that's, that's why, why I asked for some background. Yeah. yeah, right. No, I'm with you on this. Okay. I have I have nothing to offer as far as background. I say the, yes. The answer okay. is no. Okay, no, the answer is yes. Definitely when you're looking to to date people, I wouldn't lead with I have nothing to offer. <laughs> <laughs> he Tip wants to be one. completely transparent. He's like I'm laying it all on the table. I he actually works it. in PR. <laughs> um, are you actively looking for love, Joe, or no? no. Well, uh, no. yes, he is. No, He's going to find it, too. So you totally put this question in there. No, I didn't, actually. <laughs> okay. you, have, you didn't? No, I didn't. Who did? Who did? I think we'll, Matt. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any... looks really culpable. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any dogs or cats or anything? No. I, that would be terrible. Do you just live by yourself? Yeah. Do you have, like, really good profile pictures on all your social media? No. They're terrible. <laughs> What's your hobbies? <laughs> Penguins. <laughs> he likes to read. He's very Christmas houses. Uh, literate. Okay, are you on Goodreads? No, I don't even know Ooh, what that is. That, that's Ooh, a that's good a good idea. That's a good spot. Okay, I think uh, we should probably move on, or Joe's well, going to no, quit. I, I and we need someone question. to edit the podcast. I, 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 I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. A- yes. After all right. after all the uh, the questions I had, I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes based solely on the the publicity from this podcast. Like, I think you're going to get a date out of this podcast, and I hope that for you. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, put it out there on the 
<laughs> You've got a good chance, Joe. Sweet. How many people listen to this? A lot. Okay. A lot. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Dozens. How many people are in Lansing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to thank the three of you. We're gonna maybe we'll have you back at the end of in December. We can we can roll back the tape and we can see how you all did. Oh, I thought we were burning the tape after. Oh no. <laughs> I can't think of anything better, quite frankly. <laughs> Either Christmas time or on the holidays would be awesome. Yeah. So, Beth LeBlanc from the Detroit News, Emily Lawler from MLive, and Kyle from MERS. Thanks all for being here. You're welcome. Now I'm going to look at the other ones. I'm going to see here. Hashtag. No, rummage, see rummage, 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 rummage. Did they get to the one you wanted them to do? Okay, well, that was fun. Kyle, Beth, Emily, some prognostications for 2020. Nice work, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Thank you. It was fun. I think I think Beth was a little worried. She was leader in the clubhouse there with the prediction that Prince Philip was going to croak first. That was on the nose, wasn't because it? Because he was like, the second those words left her mouth, like the ambulance started to come, come get him. <laughs> it's okay. He's all right. But he's on the mend. He's on the mend. He's, he's back good. at good. Wood Farm. How old is he? 98 or something? 97, I think. That's insane. Yeah. I'm more interested in how Beth knew to predict that. Like, does she have a line he's, into the... His age? <laughs> he's really <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, that's good. So he's 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 still kicking. Got a few more 360 plus days. There's 50 God. plus days to go yeah. to make it through the year. Emily held out on us with her new baking business. I know. Mm-hmm. I was going to mention that. Cook, cookiepress.net. Yeah. I knew she was a baker, um, but I didn't know that she was going to launch this little business, a little what side, a side hustle, yeah, as she called too. it. She's created her own sugar cookie business. Have you ever seen the sugar cookies that she does? I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with sugar cookies. I, well, no, I've but never she, had an she, Emily... She designs them and, and frosts them. I mean, it doesn't look anything like if I would make a sugar cookie. Okay. They're pretty. They're pretty spectacular. Yeah. 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 No. So it was what? It was right after Christmas, mm-hmm. I think, or around New Year. She sent out a couple tweets and has a website, CookiePress.net. Why, why haven't we ordered wow. a case? For I was. The gonna, I was actually going to send her a picture of the cold oatmeal logo and see if she could do some cookies oh, with that the logo. Would be so oh, that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. So send her some Can business. we wait till February because my resolutions will have worn out by then? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, on my 20, I'm on my 21 day challenge. I can't. I can't do until after, Let's after do them MLK for day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, any we didn't touch on this. I don't think when the other when they were here. Any polls? Do we have any leftover polls from when John Beshi was in the house? Um, yeah, I think there I th- there is one. It appears. Um, it says, "Who's your favorite Beshi?" Uh-huh. Was John an option? No. Because I think I would have voted for John. No, it was the kids. <laughs> it was the kids. Well, that's because when we asked him if... Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite child? He said... Bobby. Bobby. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. He said Bobby. <laughs> I said Bobby. paused much longer than he paused. I think he then added, Bobby has a heart of gold. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was my favorite part of the entire episode. <laughs> 
to right, win get, the poll. Get, so what's, who won? Who won? So, who, uh, so your sister well, Catherine. Catherine won by a landslide, so she got seventy-eight percent of the vote, followed by Joe at thirteen, and then Bobby at nine. Oh, poor Bobby. So, yeah. Mr. Bessie did go on Twitter and did vote. And so he got <laughs> <laughs> gave Bobby his couple of votes. Least surprise, <laughs> least surprising poll result ever. Everybody loves Catherine. Although I have Sorry, to, Joe. not that Catherine is wonderful, but I think because the whale was her campaign manager, I have to imagine. I have to imagine yeah. that when that went out there. The whale like mobilized the mobilized the forces, the tweets, and yeah. started to get people to vote. Mm-hmm. That's just a hunch. It's possible. Do you have anything to back this up? Were Me? you hanging out no, as a family you know, all voting I, together? No, I don't think he. I don't think he did that. I think it's. I'm not very likable, which is fine. <laughs> Joe, I, mean, I know. I know what I am. <laughs> you didn't come I, in last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby and I statistically tied for last, like a very clear last place, um, which is fine. Everyone, like, yeah. Our listeners are, you know, people in Catherine's world, and Catherine is well-liked. Everywhere we go, Joe, people go, oh, Joe. No one does that. Yes, everybody who listens to the podcast has something to say about okay. you. Well, well, I'm fine with how I finished. And, and that is that is a great segue, Laura. Thank you. Because not only did I go somewhere over the Christmas, New Year's break and have someone say, oh, Joe, I was actually given a Christmas present for you. Oh. That I had to deliver. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So I thought since it, you know, we drag the, the, oh, the gift gosh. giving season out, I'm going to reach down. I've got, I've got this gift for you. That oh, I already know what it is and I know who do it's you, from and I'm going to get oh, pissed. <laughs> do you really know who it's from? No, but okay. I have. I, Here, I'm handing Joe yeah, a book. I know book. who it's from. Okay. What is it? Read it for everyone. <laughs> Gosh, it is uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton and Chelsea Clinton's new book, The Book of Gutsy Women. Uh, Favorite stories of courage and resilience. But I think, look who it's from. This is the best part. Okay, there's uh, there's a note on the... Uh, there's a the, description. Uh, yeah. It's a signed copy, autographed. The very, I should note, incredibly nice penmanship, yeah. to c- considering who this yeah, came from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. To Joe, do not be afraid of powerful women. It was not a fraud. <laughs> Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still kicking a burner. And has very nice hand- yeah. handwriting. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Who was it actually from? It was from Helen Keller, apparently. <laughs> no. Do you have a guess? I know who it's from. Yeah, he already told me about it. It's from Phil. Phil. Uh, Phil Churchill. Good old Phil. Joe's biggest fan. Yes. I love Phil. If there was a Joe Beshi fan club, maybe we should have oh. we should have Phil do a poll and ask <laughs> who's the favorite Beshi. Well, Google. Phil, I appreciate the thought. Thank you for the very... Well, sorry for ruining your joke, but thank you for the gift. So he... He, and he wants us to do something with us, I think. Does he? I think so. Balance okay. a wobbly table. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was gonna say my one of my resolutions is to read more this year, and that's not on my list. That's a, that would have to be a really wobbly table. That's a really thick book. Yeah, it is a thick book. Lots of gutsy women. So <sighs> Phil, Phil and Wes have a, a really good uh, party on Christmas Eve that we that my family always attends, and so they always have some nice little gifts for Owen and Cooper. And as we were walking out the door this this Christmas Eve, heading home to. To put the presents out, Phil pulls me aside and says, "This is for Joe. Can you give this to Joe." <laughs> See, I can't get I can't get away from it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow, you make impressions. <laughs> <laughs> so the holidays are over. We're back in the swing. Um, Nikki, you went to Charleston. 
I did. Although you didn't tell us. I did tell you, actually. When you got back. <laughs> I knew where she was going. I swear that I, I said something about it. But yeah, we went to Charleston for and four days. Laura went to the Bahamas. I did. I did. And I got bit by a dog. Mm-hmm. Joe did what Joe does. What did you do? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to Grand Rapids, Nick? I went to Grand Rapids, came home, and cleaned up a lot of vomit. Oh, another, oh. another. Yeah. Oh man, it, it, it was a tough week. Oh, sorry. It was a tough Christmas. And Stomach a tough flu. Christmas Eve. Yeah, oh, well. yeah it's pretty gross. Cool. Well, well, yeah. We can. We can <laughs> you asked. <laughs> sorry, buddy. And Transparency. It's we can. Uh, we can predict things will be better from here. Yes. So. Thank you. So with that, I guess we want to say thanks to Kyle Malin from MERS News, Emily Lawler from M Live, and Beth LeBlanc. From Detroit News for helping us kick off 2020 uh, with this episode of the Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Again, you can buy Emily's cookies at um, cookiepress.net. You can hear all of our podcasts at thecoldoatmealpodcast.com. Also, reststrategies.com. And uh, make sure you sign on to at Apple Podcasts or any of those other services and, and uh, subscribe there. That's good for us. Um, and easier for you, too. So anything else we got to add? Oh, what about the rush? Oh, the rush. Should we have like a whole episode to set aside from the rush? I've been getting should. tweets. Well, someone, someone. I think Nick should start us off on this one. Oh. Are we? We're having a whole other segment. All right. Oh, why not? Laura why just not? killed the ending. Just it was the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you said anything else? I thought it was worth mentioning. Okay, let's be quick. All right, so, <laughs> so for for Christmas, the team got together and we tried to think of something. Fun to do for for Matt, and he's very hard to do fun things for because he's it's not true. He's you know no, that is true. He, it's yeah, true. He's it's just hard You're sometimes difficult. to think of. Yes, he's difficult. Um, but we came up with this is a with, great preamble to a, a gift. <laughs> we came up with hey, a jerk. Idea. You're really hard. <laughs> You're so hard to be nice to. Um, and uh, we we settled on the idea of uh, of purchasing the naming rights to a drink. Uh, at V downtown. Um, so if you go in now um, for the first six months of 2020, you can go in and you can order the Resh. It's been fun. It's good. It's very what's good. What's in it? It's very yummy. Oh, what's in it? It's um, vodka for sure. <laughs> vodka, Tito's. Um, bitters. Bitters. I've got mm-hmm. the, the menus in my office. The, I think the coolest part of the drink is the smoking sprig of mm-hmm. um, rosemary. Rosemary. That I th- yep. Yeah. Came, very Christmassy feeling. Because we all we had our Christmas. We had our staff Christmas dinner there, and most of us ordered a resh, and mm-hmm. it all, they all came with these little smoking sprigs of rosemary. That was pretty cool. Sarah said it was delicious. It was very good. Yeah. And I've been getting lots of. It got a lot of little social media action over the holidays. People were trying. I got one just last night from someone who was there and had one. So. Nice. That's good. good. Thank awesome. you. Thank you very much. It's no Tom Arnold. Um, <laughs> next year. Next year. Maybe we could have Tom Arnold drinking a resh. Oh. Rhymes with fresh. Um, <laughs> for next year. Okay, Laura, are we all good? I think so. Okay. So stop by Envy, get a drink, buy some cookies. Let us know what you think of it. Yes. Log on, subscribe to the podcast, and we will be talking to you very soon. It's the Cold Oatmeal Podcast.